1: Premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more, and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com/trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness.
0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today, we're getting you all ready for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I think that's the title. Is there? Volume 3. Yeah, okay. Keeping Um, it simple. Yeah, it just, you know, it worked for the second one. Why not? Uh, Mm -hmm. So, we're going to be talking about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2, and a little bit about the holiday special, only because there's something in the newest trailer that I saw that made me think of the holiday special. I don't know that anything in the holiday special is going to have any effect
1: on this movie, but yeah. other than seeing I mean, root bigger. Right. I think that that carries over. Now, if Kevin Bacon shows up in volume three of that. Would be <laughs> That'd be wild.
0: It would be wild. Um, but yeah, so I guess we can go ahead and get that out of the way first, because that's kind of like maybe the freshest on everyone's minds. And again, I don't, I just don't really see anything super standout about it. That would carry over. Um, from what I can tell from the trailers of the new movie, we're getting a more serious guardians of the galaxy storyline, maybe even seeing the breaking up of the guardians of the galaxy in this next movie. Um, whether they stay broken up or come back together, I don't know. But that's kind of the vibe you get from the trailers that, like, everything's not peachy keen uh, on the Milano. So, yeah. I think the Guardian special, as fun as it was, I mean, other than Moody Peter, everything else seemed a little lighthearted going into this now dark, depressing movie. Mm-hmm. Um, which it may not be dark and depressing. I I don't know. All I know is I played the Guardians of the Galaxy Telltale game where you get to play through Rocket's backstory, and Mm -hmm. it's the saddest thing I have ever done in a video game is learn his backstory and basically be helpless to save these other animals in this situation. And in the trailer, we see the otter. I don't remember her name, but we see the otter at one point, and that's like a big part of the Telltale game. So... I feel like it's going to be pretty
1: heavy. Um, uh, I'm trying to figure out—is it Lila? I think so. That sounds L-Y-L-A. right. L Y L A Lila. That's how you pronounce it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's, and that's this like is—it a... is, uh, seems like from the trailer, from what I remember, is like it seems like you know, Rocket and this Otter are friends i don't know if they're romantically involved in any way but clearly they have a connection um i've not played the telltale game so i have the gist of rocket's story mostly just looking up into the terms of like who the villain's going to be and and understanding Mm. like what their mo is and what they're why they're doing what they're doing and so i have a general idea there but yeah just like there's so many moments in the trailer that just seemed like this is going to be pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's how much leads up to it. Cause, cause I don't know, like, I'm curious if, if you're right, if the guardians are going to actually split up or if it's just going to be, I don't know, some kind of missing puzzle piece internally, that's just has them all kind of disconnected. Cause especially if you look at the holiday special, right? Like seeing that, like these two characters are saying like, they're somewhat related, like Peter, um, You'd Think that would bring them all close together, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even like Drax and Mantis always seem like super close. Um,
0: but it's hard know. to like knowing a little bit of the outside. Like, uh, we're at that point now in the Marvel Universe where all of the characters who started the Marvel Universe are either aging out or pulling yeah. out of like not re signing contracts and stuff, yeah. So they're having to introduce this new, younger, like. Crew, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like we already know that with the Guardians, right? Like, uh, Batista wants to not do it anymore. Hmm. I'm pretty sure Chris Pratt wants to not do it anymore. I can't speak for anyone else. Those are just the two that I had seen some articles about, you know, trying to not do Guardian stuff anymore. Yeah, and so it's like, well, those are. I mean you just gave us the holiday special where it's basically just Drax and Mantis. I mean, that's like the whole whole of that. So if you're telling me that like, you're building up these two characters of this relationship and then one of them doesn't want to do the movies anymore. Well, there goes that. And then Peter is star Lord. Like if, well, if Chris Pratt backs out, then there's no star Lord for the guardians of the galaxy. So I, I feel well, like we're and, Yeah.
1: Going to some sort of uh, this brings up the the ever popular question, which I don't even see what the point is in asking it is like who's gonna die in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three? Because everyone's mm. going like based off the trailer and how sad it is, everyone's expecting like we're gonna see someone or multiple people die. But you gotta remember the multiverse. Like yep. the MCU is Basically made all of that mood at this point. Like, mm-hmm. could someone die? Yes. Is it going to be sad? Yeah, it's going to be sad. Are they going to come back? Ninety nine percent sure they're going
0: to come back. <laughs> I mean, it's already happening in this movie. Yeah, Gamora is technically not the yeah. This universe is Gamora, so right. we've already we've already had that yeah. happen. So
1: yeah, I hey, we're expect you know they they've already announced that we're leading up to Secret Wars like we're expecting like, you know, it may be the end of the road for a lot of these actors, but they're probably going to be back to shoot for that movie in some way.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even as just like cameos down the line. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think once, you know, once we hit secret wars, we're getting, we're getting into even more dangerous territory because now Mm. not only do we have the multiverse, but now we also have scrolls that can just take on anyone's appearance and powers. Yeah. So if somebody dies that l- like literally means nothing anymore. Um, other than like, well, okay. They just don't want to do movies anymore. So we'll give them a cameo every like fourth movie. They'll pop up somewhere. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I like, am worried too much about like, who's going to die if anyone's going to die, but it is, it's hard going into this movie thinking that there's ever going to be another guardians movie. Yeah. They're just building this up. Like this is going to be it for the guardians of the galaxy in some way, whether it's like happy ending, sad ending, happy for some sad for other, like, I don't know, but it definitely seems like they'll use this to maybe introduce Nova. Mm -hmm. And like, that will be our new star Lord. Um or maybe we're gonna get more of um oh what's Thanos's son or brother. Yeah. I don't know if they'll yeah.
1: I, I Our no Fox. There. <laughs> yeah
0: or, or I think uh we're getting more of the Ravagers. I mm-hmm. think we're getting Stallone again and that oh, crew. So
1: Yeah, I forgot. Rewatching Volume Two today, I just forgot like the amount of cameos because there was mm -hmm. one in particular. It wasn't Stallone; it was uh, I can't remember his name, but I was just like, I completely forgot he was in this. Yeah, (laughs) and that was always a, a treat.
0: So, yeah, I think we'll, I think we'll definitely get introduced to some new characters that will take over this like outer space mantle. yeah for marvel but
1: i think that the guardians may be flying off into the sunset which is a shame it's like so guardians for me i didn't know anything about guardians of the galaxy like i remember when volume one was announced and um it was always intriguing that like when chris pratt was announced like going a comedian Mm-hmm. Into you know same same approach with like Heath Ledger as going into like the Joker or even Paul mm-hmm. Rudd coming in as Ant Man. Um, I was just a very because um, Chris Pratt at the time I think you know other than like Parks and Rec he most movies he was just kind of like the side character in mm-hmm. very small roles like never had this leading role so. Um, I never really looked into Guardians that much. So I almost went into it as a blind watch. I was just very curious to see, like, what is this going to be? And where is this going to go? And I just instantly fell in love with it. Like the mm-hmm. first movie. And it's crazy, like rewatching them recently. Like the first movie was pretty dark in terms of like the set design and everything. Like the whole intro was just kind of like. I don't know, like the whole color scheme was just almost like, you know, you're looking at Batman Dark Knight, like Mm -hmm. very dark, like toned down. When you go into the second movie, it's just like boom, 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 colors everywhere. It's very bright. And it seems like this this new movie is going to be like that, too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think I think Guardians, you know, we can. We can kind of thank Guardians for the more colorful. Fun approach that Marvel yeah. movies have now, because prior to that, they were a little bit more. Mm, they were like leaning a little bit more on the like, let's try to make this as realistic as possible. Yeah. Um, we're like, obviously, none of it's realistic, right? Nobody has superpowers yeah. or Iron Man suits or whatever, but like, they at least tried to ground things mm-hmm. more in reality. As soon as Guardians came out, it was like out the window. They were like, let's make them bigger, brighter, funnier, louder. And does it always work? No. Does it work most of the time? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, even even things like, you know, we've talked about She-Hulk, right? Yeah. She-Hulk is a bright, comedy-driven, nonsense series. And I loved it. I think was it the like number one thing that they've done? No, but I think it was a lot of fun. And I think it was a lot of fun because of the first guardians movie. Mm-hmm. I think that that really opened the door for, for Marvel to be like, Oh, people like us cause we're funny. That's why they like us. We're not just all serious. Yeah. So
1: going into some of the comedy. So rewatching, one and two, I really watch them trying to focus more just around rocket and his story. And it's, it's, it's kind of weird, like knowing what he's been through. Like I already pretty much know, like what he's been through and they kind of hint it in volume one. Right. He basically Mm -hmm. says like, you know, he kind of says what happens to him, but you look at all the jokes he makes, what is he always wanting to do? essentially what was done to him right yep
0: yeah steal people's arms legs yeah eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. like man this this guy's like just tormented by it you know it's like the only way he can cope with it is just to like make fun of it mm-hmm. and there's like another moment where you know it's just kind of um where rockets being approached and like they kind of know they're like man you're you're kind of messed up (laughs) like (laughs) it's okay i messed up too but like i can see you i know what's going on
0: i think that's like the the fun part about the guardians right is Mm -hmm. they're not a good team and i think that's what makes them a good team yeah like one of them only wants to destroy thanos that's all he wants to do that's what he's driven by Mm -hmm. that's it One of them doesn't speak a language and yet somehow they all learn to understand him (laughs) and he's pretty chill. You know, he doesn't like do a whole lot, but then he can also be like their, you know, their strength when they need him. Mm -hmm. Then there's rocket. Who's just like a wild card trying to steal stuff and blow stuff up all the time. Gamora, like the assassin and then star Lord, the like space pirate turned, I mean, eventually in the comics, he works for Novacore, mm-hmm. like, so he's a good guy, but you know, he, I mean, even the first movie, like literally starts with him just trying to steal this thing so that he can yeah. sell it to the collector. So it's a, we, it's a very strange team. And I think their dynamic is, is a lot of fun and it's very interesting, mm-hmm. but it also leads to like so many darker storylines. Mm hmm like dealing with each of their different stories, but somehow it's always, it's never like one, one person's story. It's always like two of their stories are somehow intertwined. And mm. so they're both dealing with trauma or drama or yeah. loss or whatever. And yeah. just seeing them all together. So it's interesting that the movies were so funny yeah, when they could
1: have been so much darker. Oh yeah. Like did we, which I know I just like rewatch these, but I guess I sp- focus so much on like one particular character, like where did Rocket and Groot connect? Like how did they become a pair?
0: So we never learned that in the movies. I didn't think um, we
1: did. Yeah. Mm-mm.
0: And I'm pretty sure I'm sure in, in a comic they explain it. But the, the one that I can think of off the top of my head, I believe is uh, Groot came from like a planet where there were a mm. bunch of his kind. I don't remember mm-hmm. what they're called, like Ithacus Gigantus or something like that. Um, and they basically get like wiped out and somebody stole a bunch of seeds or something from the planet and all the seeds got destroyed except for one. And that was Groot and rocket stole that from the guy that had him or something. And, I believe that's the storyline in the one series that i have mm. that is like it's like a page where it's just like oh well, this is how they got together and then it's like stories of rocket and groot
1: yeah so looking on. into it it's basically that like Groot was a sole survivor of his race the collector ended up getting him and rocket saved him like when he was on a job and they got connected I mean, it's like you can almost think of them like Han Solo and Chewbacca mm-hmm. in a way, right? They're just kind of that that pair that stick together. If I can find it, I'll post
0: a picture. I actually have that poster. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a it's like a art artwork of Rocket and Groot as Han and Chewie.
1: Nice. Um, like, don't don't sleep on Groot. Like, you know, that's another one. Like, I did pay a little bit of attention on Groot, especially in the episode in Volume Two. Groot is like almost this unstoppable force Mm -hmm. even as baby Groot like baby Groot was like so much fun to watch because everyone wanted to treat him like a baby but do you not realize how strong he is Mm -hmm. like he was still like wiping everyone out but when it comes to like communicating and and asking him to do things like no it wasn't gonna happen like (laughs) (laughs) he had no clue what they were talking about
0: it's interesting that we're getting like this bulky short Groot now. Yeah. Um uh, Part of me is like I wish that they had sped up his growth process. Mm-hmm. Um but another part of me is like well that makes sense. We saw him as a plant, we saw him as a baby, then the next movie we see him as like a teenager, then the next movie mm-hmm. we see him as what he is now, this weird like bulky Groot with a tiny head. Um I'm really hoping that we get, like, cool, comic-accurate Groot where he has, like, all the crazy twigs and stuff, Mm -hmm. like, sticking up, like, his hair. and Yeah. And he's just, like, a, you know, more monstrous than he is. I mean, if you think about Groot in the first movie, he's pretty docile. Even when he's, like, you know, when he, like, skewers all those guys, whenever it goes back to showing him, it's, like... Yeah, but he doesn't look that intimidating. Right. Whereas like I get that that's like kind of his the thing that they're going for in the in the movies. But in the mm-hmm. comics, like he's kind of intimidating looking like he's yeah. not. Yeah, he's not just like a foot taller than Star Lord. He's like. Four feet taller than Star Wars, Star Lord, like he's huge. He's a giant tree man. <laughs> so I'm hoping that we get a little a little more of that. Or if there's like some spin off where, you know, maybe, maybe Star Lord's out, but we get more Rocket and Groot side stories. Yeah.
1: Or... I feel like they got like, it's just voice actors there, right? Like they could stick around. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and if they maybe. leave, then you just get someone that
1: sounds kind of like them. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah, I would love to see more. Like, that's, that's one, another thing I'm hoping we get is like, I think volume two probably had the most extra credit scenes of any Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. There's like four or five. It's ridiculous. Um, I hope we get that with volume three. Yeah. Yeah. Like, really, there should just be, like, a never-ending extra credit through the through the credits. <laughs> just give us, great. like, yeah. hol- just basically give us Holiday Special Part 2, like, as they're yeah. rolling the credits.
0: We just get, like, a couple original songs and then yeah. maybe, like, a little side story that plays along next to the credits. Yeah, I'm into yeah. it. <laughs> so, you know, Volume 1, we get a lot of backstory and... Mm-hmm and learning who these characters are and how they get together and what their individual goals are. I feel like, too, we get to see them actually be a team um, and and start to... Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkled down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Build this dynamic. Then the next time we see them isn't until end game. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we see them in end game, it's like they're a family. There doesn't seem to be any of this like, it's not real dissension. I feel like in two, there's a little. There's this weird thing between Peter and Rocket where, like, I know that always seems to be the story that plays out, like yeah. in the Telltale games, in even the most recent Marvel game where you can play as all of the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the newer comic series, like the new guardians of the galaxy or whatever, there's this whole like weird thing between Peter and rocket that like, you can't really tell if they actually don't like each other or if it's more like, you know, older, younger brother don't like Mm -hmm. each other. Yeah. It's, it's weird. And I feel like they tried to give us a little bit of that in volume two, but everyone else was meshing so well that it like, you were kind of like what is this story like stop stop pushing this narrative like
1: there's a whole like yeah there's like the whole like duct tape moment right like they're trying to like tape the bomb and then yeah you know you just get that rocket overhearing peter as he's flying around asking like it's just i don't know there's like some weird moments there and and,
0: like who's the who's the captain who's not the captain yeah whose ship is it who's in charge of the team even when they land and you like, that's where we kind of learn a little more of rocket's backstory is like when they're in the woods. Right. Mm -hmm. And in that whole scene seems like here they go, like trying to explain why rocket is the way that he is. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but isn't the whole point of this that like they're becoming this family. So then when we see them in, in game and they are more of this family, And when we see them in the holiday special and they're more of this like they're doing things to like make Peter feel better because they all want to like, you know, they love each Mm -hmm. other. Yeah. It's hard to watch the trailers and be like, what? What? In how long is the movie? Like two hours and it's like two and a half hours for volume three. What is going to happen in and when is it going to happen in that two and a half hours that makes it go from like happy-go-lucky fun space team to like dark, depressing, super sad storyline, potentially last time we see them. Yeah. So it it's a little nerve-wracking because I don't want it to be
1: rushed. Right. From initial reviews and reactions, I haven't seen anything about it being rushed, which is good. And like James Gunn's been so invested in these, I feel like he's he'll do it. Right. I, you know, what I really want to know is is where is Adam Warlock going to come into play? Right, because yes. you look at yes. like Volume Two and the re, you know the reveal like that, you know, because it feels like that the people that created him aren't really a part of Volume Three. It seems like he's created by this new person, right? Which so I'm which I'm almost kind of thinking
0: like maybe they they, you know. They were like, okay, we're going to introduce Adam Warlock. And then maybe some people's contracts changed and they decided to do things a little differently. And they were like, maybe we're not ready for that yet. And now they're like, okay, now we're ready for it. But we can't use that because it's been 20 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. Not 20 years. I think it's been eight or nine years in, in like the movie time since that happened. So... Maybe they're like, we just got to come up with a new backstab. That wasn't
1: Adam Warlock. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. So like the Sovereign. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, are they going to be any part of this? That's what I want to know.
0: Yeah, Especially because like we kind of leave the Sovereign on yeah. this like they got their butts kicked and end of, the, end of that storyline. Mm-hmm. Until we see the end credit scene where they're like, oh, here's this guy in a golden sarcophagus and and everyone at home is like and warlock yeah uh but maybe it's not i mean you know that's the world that they have set up that they can easily just be like nah that wasn't him that was don't worry about that and then in five years when they come out with like you know the new x-men movie they'll be like (laughs) oh that was actually you know Mm -hmm. x-men um yeah, I, it's weird because I every time I watch or see a new trailer come out for this movie, I think, "Is it even worth trying to figure out what's going to happen in this movie?" Because every time I try to figure out what's going to happen in a movie, it goes it goes in like a completely <laughs> different way than I ever even imagined. So it's like, no. Well, there's no
1: point. I'm not even going to try because I, I just know. I know it's going to be an emotional watch and i just kind of want to leave it to that mm-hmm. um without kind of guessing too much if i you know if i were to guess i'm guessing they'll they'll be on some job that's going to bring up high evolutionary and that's when rock it's going to be like look we gotta take this person out like mm-hmm. You know, it's the person that created me like they're they're not good. Like if we don't take them out, it's going to get worse. Right. And that's probably how they're going to go down that trail. And who knows what will happen?
0: Do you think we're going to get any uh, Thor and his daughter?
1: You know, that that was another thing I wanted to ask earlier on. When we were talking is uh what kind of cameos could we get like Thor and the Guardians? That's like. Peanut butter and jelly, right? Like it just goes together. Like,
0: (laughs) especially now that they've made Thor this like space viking. Uh, He's no longer like Thor, God of Thunder. Now he's Thor, God of Space Thunder. He's
1: he's Thor. I wish I could be Star Lord.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. yeah.
1: Basically. I'm hopeful. I think that would be really fun. It makes sense. I think mm-hmm. most would go in expecting that's going to happen, whether it be actually in like the intro or it could be an extra credit scene. Um, I mean, this is one of those, like depending on where they put in Thor, like, cause usually with Thor and guardians, it's a very comedic and it makes you laugh and happy. Mm-hmm. You throw Thor in when something sad happens ooh, like that. Yeah. Could be- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a little rough. Thor is like family with him Like, if Thor was there when something mm-hmm. bad happens, like, you know, it's game he would over. be. He
0: would. He would have to be like part of the movie. Yeah, like he yeah. couldn't just like oh, fly if yeah. something bad yeah. happens, and mm-hmm. then he's like, "Sorry, I gotta go."
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is one of those like um. You know, and this brings up typical, you know, if you look at typical Marvel movies, they usually connect whatever's coming up next. So we know, like, mm-hmm. we've got the Marvels. So are we going to see um, any of the Marvels make an appearance? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: well, that's what I was thinking as soon as you said that. I was like, well, as much as I would want other cameos, I feel mm-hmm. like it makes the most sense for us to either get a Captain Marvel cameo or a uh, whatever the new the ship is that um mm-hmm. I can think of his name claw marks on his eye <laughs> how about fury eye patch yeah Nick Fury gosh I kept I kept thinking <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um I just couldn't uh, lost all train of thought. I, uh, but I know. I could see Wes getting like a
1: Fury Maybe, maybe, but, maybe like, them. the thing is, Fury was never really connected with the Guardians in any way. Yeah. Like, I just don't know. That doesn't make sense to me. Um,
0: it would definitely be, like, shoehorned, but just yeah. knowing that, like, the next, the two big things next are the Marvels and Secret Wars. And right. it's like, well, both of those kind of start in space or have something to do with space. So mm-hmm. maybe we get, like, a scroll cameo. From scrolls, some scrolls could be a
1: part of it, yeah. Um. Because we
0: see that, like, ta- so this is the this is the part that made me think of, yeah, the, uh, the holiday special. Mm-hmm. We see a couple shots in the the newest trailer of like all the guardians running out of these houses in this neighborhood, and every time I see it, I think, is this that same neighborhood from the holiday special? That's what it looks like. Every time he runs yeah. out of the house, I look at it. And I'm like, "This neighborhood looks exactly like the neighborhood they're running through at night."
1: Yeah, but this is the daytime
0: be. now. So, but there's aliens everywhere. So it's like, what?
1: What right. is going on here? The, what even universe are they? <laughs> yeah, point? yeah. You know, um, I guess have you looked into or any thoughts around like the the curse word not being bleeped out? No, I don't. What is this? Oh, yeah. So, like, there there was, like, a little short... I saw this uh, online. I think someone showed it. Um, But it's basically, like, a scene from the movie. And it's it's when they're in that town. And I think, pretty sure, like, Peter's going to drop the F-bomb in a scene. And it's, like, not going to be censored or anything. It's, like...
0: So, I'm all for it. I think there's a... uh, There's a rule with pg 13 i believe you're allowed the f word one time Mm -hmm. one time and one time only in the whole movie you can get away with it um i think if it's
1: used correctly oh this looks like it's used correctly it's it's so good
0: it's one they of these, use it just to use it, it's like...
1: Eh, no, it's like, I kind of already... it's kind of sucks because I already know what the scene is. So, mm-hmm. like, I know when it's going to, like, you know... It, granted, what I saw, it was, like, not complete. So, like, but they said, like, you know, this is what's going to... This will be in the movie, and it's going to be uncensored. So, it's like, <laughs> all right.
0: It's also just interesting seeing how things have changed over the years. Like, I've recently yeah. been watching uh, some older movies. Um, a lot of, like early mid eighties movies mm-hmm. uh, and then some, some late eighties as well. And you just, you get blown away at the things that happened in PG rated movies. Oh uh, yeah. oh Indiana yeah. Jones, PG, a guy literally melts into a skeleton. Like, well, I don't know that that's PG. Um, yeah. One of my favorite is, uh, well, my favorite movie, the Goonies,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like opening sequence when, chunk leans up against the wall and sprays his milkshake all over himself he throws it down and I'll have to bleep this he says shit and you're like "Whoa!" <laughs> isn't this a kids movie um, same in in Ninja Turtles I think yeah. like the first Ninja Turtles they say a couple a couple curse words in that movie and you're just like
1: what man they yeah. can just do whatever they, they want like, man Ninja Turtles was dark <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorites so yeah that's I, a lot yeah the but older no, i
0: got the more i i learned yeah. about the rule and i was like okay like i think if it's used in the right way then yeah i think it's great
1: yeah it's like a lot of series that these days they're usually granted like so many mm-hmm. words like that within mm-hmm. a season right it's not like per episode it's like exactly yeah you're doing 10 episodes you got three words like yeah equation.
0: and then and then sometimes it's like they save them all for one episode it seems like one episode and then it's like what happened
1: it's not to like this episode? Uh, it's not like su- succession where it's like every other word
0: you right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well no i i had not heard about that i'm very excited now i'm torn between do i want to just try to find it and see it or or wait uh i'll have to decide um, but I'm I'm super excited. Uh, if you're listening to this, it comes out today, I guess, technically. Um, but if you're listening to this later, then it already came out. Sorry. Uh, but hopefully you saw it. If you did see it, don't tell anyone anything for at least like a week. Give us that. <laughs> um, and, you know don't post things
1: online don't don't be like the people with super mario don't post the whole movie on twitter
0: yeah yeah (laughs) i did i did hear about that i actually know someone who started watching it and watched the whole thing on twitter and then went back to try to watch it again later and Mm -hmm. it was taken down and they was like and then they took it down and i was like well yeah of course they did
1: (laughs) after it got nine million views I've been, you know, like a lot of people got to see Guardians last week. Um, Disney, come on, get get with Arkansas. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what the closest is for us. It's either going to be like, I don't know if Dallas or Nashville has screenings. Because I know one uh, content creator in Little Rock got to go see it. But I don't know where he went.
0: I think Dallas and Houston. In Houston. I was surprised that Austin didn't get. A lot of those things. We didn't even get. uh, There's a new movie coming out on Hulu called Clockwork that was filmed here in town. Uh You have really keen eyes, and you know what I look like. You can see me in one of the background scenes. Really, Uh, that's the movie that I worked on with uh, Jay. Okay. um, From Daredevil. Nice. Um,
1: But now I got. Now I got to go watch it.
0: I was very surprised that that movie was not premiered here at all. Yeah. And that was like, well, but wait, it was like, I think there's like a good amount of local actors in it. And then it was filmed here. Why wouldn't they do a premiere here? I don't know. I yeah. just thought that was weird. So uh,
1: I guess we don't get things. Uh, awesome, but <laughs> We'll we'll get that resolved soon, hopefully. Um, Yeah, (laughs) but I've seen I've seen a lot just about everyone that I follow that's gotten to watch Guardians has put out a review. I've not watched any of them, but I've been fortunate enough to like not get or see any spoilers. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm trying to trying to like monitor my social just to make sure I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. So uh, nothing's really been spoiled for me. So that's been good.
0: Yeah, I'm trying not to click on anything unless it says trailer. (laughs) But yeah, yeah,
1: and it's usually like if I go to the movies, it's usually the very first trailer that they Mm -hmm. showed is the one that they've I've been seeing. So none of the new ones. Okay.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, You can expect our review on it soon, uh, but we will obviously, you know, spoiler warning before that. So also, I guess. Sorry if you haven't seen Guardians One or Two or the Holiday Special and you listened to this and made it this far. Um I, don't I think, think that's we sp- on you though at this point. <laughs> I
1: feel like we didn't really spoil too much from those, but yeah, f- yeah. such fun watches. Like I like all of them. I like I love the Definitely. Guardians. It's gonna be sad to see them in. <laughs> Definitely.
0: I'm I am hoping because we recently just watched uh, Big Hero Six again. And I forgot how much I liked that. And I forgot mm-hmm. that that's a Marvel property. Yeah. Uh, and one of my thoughts was what if they phase out guardians and give us live action, big hero?
1: Oh, that'd be great.
0: That'd be fun. I think it'd be, it'd be a good, a good trade. I know that the dynamic is a little different, but yeah, you know, we're getting a fun, more space AG team.
1: Yeah you know i guess the other thing to wonder as well is who's gonna who's gonna go over to dc world with gun <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably not many or they'll uh, go for one movie and
1: yeah i like, mean there's oh, been no. so much talk of like pratt potentially getting brought on for roles
0: so yeah. yeah we'll see we'll see i guess i feel like if you go the other way you know, most, most of them come from DC to Marvel. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it so much the other way around. Right. I have a feeling that it probably,
1: Hey, I'm still game. If Boutiste ever wanted to portray like Bane like that, yeah, yeah. pretty awesome. I think it'd be cool.
0: It would just suck because it would be like, he's in <laughs> one movie with one new Batman. And then they never do that again. And they right, right. go some other direction. You're like, whatever. Uh but anyway. <laughs> um so the question for this week um I was trying to think of one earlier and I guess the way that I'll go is uh cuz my question wasn't as good as this. But what cameo do you want to see in this movie? Um since our, you know, our options are pretty open, the Guardians have kind of interacted with everyone at this point. So we could get an off the wall cameo or we right. could get a predictable cameo.
1: I'm kind of for. I, I would mind seeing strange show up. I think like, that would be really fun. I think that's a good one.
0: I am still very hopeful that we get literally any of the X-Men. <laughs> I don't care at this point who, but if we don't, if we don't get an, an, an actual not a mutant cameo but an actual x-men cameo in anything before deadpool 3 i what is going on (laughs) that's my answer (laughs) limited time here marvel let's Let's go uh so join us next time uh as we hopefully break down guardians of the galaxy volume three in all its glory or sadness you know depending Mm -hmm. who knows maybe the trailers are all fake and there's actually no sad in the movie it's just funny the whole time possible it'd be wild (laughs) but yeah so thank you guys for listening and we'll see you all next week